Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So you can imagine that if you're aging like a guru, you have a level of consciousness and a level of awareness, which has you make choices that you know to be in your highest truth and your highest good. And then that means the goodness and the highest goodness and the well-being of everybody. So if you're in your, if you're acting in your highest truth, and your highest knowing, you're acting in everyone's highest good and highest knowing. So that would be part of and is part of aging like a guru. Okay, with that said, if that's true, then what needs to shift so that you can begin to cultivate that for yourself, that you can make that happen for yourself? Now you're listening to this and the reason I ask these questions is to cultivate curiosity in you because the more curious you are about you, the more willing you are to step into some exploration that may be challenging to the consensus reality or the way you think you should be thinking, the way you think you should be having life be turning out. You've got Gracie in the background here. She's barking. She's having an interesting moment. So it's that level of, of um, awareness that will create your capacity, your, your, your capacity to create the life you want. There's the willingness to create it. And it's like, yeah, I really want to. But the next step is, okay, so what am I doing that actually enhances or makes that possible? So there's lots of questions here. Uh, in the previous podcast, I talked about the fact that, that generally speaking, uh, self-awareness is only occurring in about 10 to 15% of the population. The m- most of the people are not acting from their own knowing. They act from the default mechanisms of our consensus reality. It's like, here's what consensus reality says. Okay, I'm going to do that. However, if, if asked, um, where do you want to die, which is a huge part of living, is we think about dying more than we want to uh, acknowledge, but we think about dying a lot. It's like, well, where do you want to die? It's like, I want to die home. I want to die at home. Okay, great. The fact of the matter is, is less than 35% of the people who say they want to die at home do die at home. Hmm. Why is that? And it's because quite often we, we give our power over. We, we don't know that we have the capacity to choose for ourselves. We don't trust that, trust, it's a big word here, that we have the capacity to, to, to choose for ourselves, to do something other than what is expected, what you should do. Um, uh, I've been um, researching home funerals uh, and the possibility of that occurring for people. And this woman in this particular documentary called Family Undertaking, she said that uh, her daughter, who was five at the time, I believe, uh, died in the hospital. And the normal protocol is for the funeral home to come and take the child to the funeral home and do what's whatever's required from that point. And the woman advocated for herself and said, no, that's not what I want. That's not what we want as a family. We want to take her home and we want to take care of her and her body and, and, and create a, a sacred moment for ourselves and her and then go to what's next, whatever that is. And so she advocated for herself. She didn't know at that point 
that she there were organizations and alliances to support her, but but now she does because she's now part of that. That willingness to be conscious and aware enough to say, "Here's what I want," and uh, and I'm going to make that happen. That's so rare, and we all want that capacity. We all want that ability. And yet, we're, are we willing to do the work that it takes to cultivate what's required to make that happen? So um, a mantra of mine over the last number of months, and I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, is to say, I am responsible. I'm 100% responsible for my own life. And what that means is I'm responsible for the outcome of everything that happens to me. And I take responsibility for circumstances that may not be so positive. And if I take responsibility and I'm accountable, then um, I have a different orientation in the world as opposed to being uh, feeling like a victim or feeling like a martyr or feeling obligated. And those things don't operate in me the way they used to. They used to. I used to be a major victim. <laughs> I've talked about my my parents and my family, and oh my God, was I a victim, or or to my marriages, or whatever it is, or just people or the world. It's like there's a attitude and a attitude of victimization, and it was like oh my God, I was living in that forever. And then when I realized, and you've heard me say this before, if you've heard more podcasts, is basically seventy five to eighty percent of our thoughts are negative in nature. And if that's true, then I wanted to be aware, I wanted to become more aware of the negativity in which I was creating in my own life. And when we can become more conscious of how we're creating those thoughts, it's not even about uh, creating those thoughts, but allowing those thoughts, speaking those thoughts, acting on those thoughts, being based on those thoughts. It's like I have a thought and it makes me depressed. It's like now I'm being depressed or I'm being sad because I had a thought that says, something negative. It's like it doesn't have to be that way. And the more conscious we become, and the more self-aware we're uh, uh, willing to take on, the greater capacity to have the life we want, and have the aging process we want, have the death process we want, have relationships we want. It's very interesting. And the more that I cultivate awareness in myself, the more that I... um, uh, open to greater degrees of expansion, the greater degrees that I willingly say, oh, there's a negative thought. What if I let that go? What would show up? And be in that exploration, the greater enhancement of my life. I'm kind of happier. <laughs> I have more joy and I have more openness and I have more freedom and flexibility. Uh, I have more creativity. I have more courage. These podcasts are really scary for me because I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. And yes, I can delete and I can edit and all of those. But generally speaking, uh, what comes out of me is my highest truth, my highest knowing, and the experiences of being in that, but also the direct experience that I'm sharing with you of, of life in this particular form. And that's what I want for you is to have the courage to explore who you are so that you can have a greater ability to create the reality that you want. I uh, was some someone gave me, uh, uh, let me see if I can find it quickly. Uh, nope, I can't find it. But it says something like, we are not here to accept reality. We are here to create reality. So creating the reality you want 
and we can say, oh, that's really nice and fluffy, but you actually have the capacity to do that. That's my work in the world is to let you know that you have the capacity to create the reality you want. Uh, and um, that, like I said earlier, if only 25 or 30% of the population die at home, that's what they want to do. Why is it that it's not 50% or 100%? What is it, what is it that gets in the way? And what gets in the way is our each of us saying, okay, no, this is how it's going to be, or letting other people make choices for us. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons why we do what we do. There's a lot of reasons in this human, uh, human curriculum of growth and development and, uh, and learning that is beyond our control, but that's still part of how we be responsible. In a sense, admitting I'm powerless is taking responsibility for this moment when I'm I'm powerless and I'm taking responsibility that I'm powerless by, by admitting, okay, I, I don't have any control here. So now what? Now what? And in that now what, I get to be me here now. And uh, I don't know how to do that sometimes. Actually, most of the time, if I'm allowing myself to be here in the moment, in this moment and uh, free of the thought of what other people are doing, what other people should be doing, what I should be doing, and I'm just here now, something amazing can happen that can't happen as long as I'm trying to focus on what other people are telling me I should do or be or want. So again, my intention here is to really encourage you to be curious about who you are inside. Be curious about what you really want as opposed to what you should want or what you want to want. I, I, I want this, but I don't want you know, whatever that is. So my 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 job is to Im, Im, um, inspire you, hopefully, and empower you to just be curious about who you are in there. And that alone will expand capacity to, to know yourself, know what you want, and then to make that happen. All right, that's it for now. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>